Happy Monday. Welcome back to another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Ready to own the morning with you guys and get the week started in the right way. Great to have you in the seat. Lori, great to see you, Dad. Let's get going. It's, hey, listen, let's call it what it is. It's mid-April, right? We already passed tax day. That's gone. Hallelujah. I know. <laughs> I know. For the, like, really, for the first time, you and Jake, like, said, oh, shit. It's tax day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get a little, you know and I'm smart about it. I plan for it. You know, and for those of you that, you know, don't do your own taxes or whatever, you have somebody that you work with, you don't really know what the number is going to be. So like you're waiting and waiting and then the phone rings and it's Sam Sammy. And I'm like, all right, here it is. Here we go. You know, let me, and then, just let me tell you this. Let me just for years when that call would come from Sam, I would literally drop a pint of blood. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, hold on. You know, and then It was like everybody cleared the deck, you know, so. I mean, it's fun. Uh, but Lori, do you dread tax day? Hate it. You hate it? Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. No, I just, I, I hate the idea of doing my taxes, period. Right. Like, it's not the day. It's just the whole process. Yeah, you got to outsource it. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I got to ask, um, you know, it, hopefully everybody is safe and sound from the flooding that went on here. The flooding actually caused us to cancel a major JA event that we were all going to be involved in. The, Gabby was going to be a judge. I was going to be MC. Mark was going to be in the crowd. So uh, that is, it was great disappointment that that event didn't come up, but I know that we will reschedule. And, We're rescheduling. It wasn't fair to the kids. They had off Thursday and Friday, so they missed, it was just too crazy for them. So, uh, But we, it was a fun weekend. Huddlers abound, uh, friends of the family abound. Uh, first of all, Saturday morning, I get a call from Zach Stein, who used to be president of On the Ball at one point and is basically considered another son. He was visiting a friend who was going to Tortuga. So he said, come up and hang with us. So I went to the W and hung out with them. Um, going to the W during Tortuga actually made me feel ancient. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that must have been an out-of-body experience. Ooh, I am old. I'm very old. Then uh, top right. Uh, we well actually bottom right, uh, Mariana Abate, who's a great friend, um, does wonderful job with um, PR. Uh, Lori, do you know her? I don't think so. So that's an intro that we need to make. She works with Polo. She works with Worth Avenue. She works with uh, all of the Seminole people. It was her fiftieth birthday. We oh. went, didn't really know anybody. Next thing you know, Sherry Cedar standing next to me, and I was like. Hey, whoa, whoa, you know, like, how do you know Mariana? She goes, I don't. We were here having dinner. And we saw oh, that's you. awesome. So it was a great time. Great time had by all. Uh, I love it. Our show, it's your weekend. Yeah, we had a great weekend. Started off the Friday afternoon with the family happy hour at Houston's, which was a blast. And then uh, went back to Maya Papaya for a Saturday afternoon hangout with the fam. And then we had the inaugural beers and babies in our neighborhood so there's wow. a little park right in our uh, neighborhood okay. turns out that there's a lot of uh young families in the neighborhood that recently have moved in over the past couple of years or just recently had kids so it was cool to kind of get everybody together have them hanging out and then had a uh, great liturgy yesterday at church that was a picture of, Ka of jules playing in the playroom while uh, church was going on. So it was awesome. Awesome weekend. Got caught up, got prepared because I leave 
on Thursday to go to Mexico. So we wrote some SOPs for the grandparents that are going to be staying. Well, so let, let me tell you this. You didn't, um, you're not going to Mexico. You're going to Cabo. Going to Cabo, yeah. Whole another world, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's Mexico and then there's Cabo. So Super excited to be spending four you, days. That SOP is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's a screenshot. It's like the Ten Commandments, man. It's like, Jesus. Lori, if I tell you that, like, it's a 16-hour day. It starts at six. It starts at six fifteen in the morning and goes all the way until nine, and it's basically every fifteen minutes of what has to happen in the house. Bottles have got to be warm. Somebody's got to be taken out. Kids got to be all the different stuff. So, it's but crazy. but you know the good takeaway there is if you manage your life that way, like you're managing Jules's life that way. Yeah. But as adults, if you manage your life with an SOP, it's it's. Boom, clockwork. You don't have time to think about it. You just execute. So great, great stuff. Lori, I know you got dressed up and went out on the town. I did. Well, we started Friday night. I, I, I was negligent. I didn't send Shay pictures. Um, but we started out Friday night at the Heat game. We left in the fourth quarter. They were down. First time in the game, they were down. Got in the car, and we were like, Mike was so frustrated. He's like, they played so well, and now they're blowing the game. We're in the car and all of a sudden, right, we're like a few blocks and all of a sudden they came ahead and they ended up winning. So that was Friday night. Saturday, uh, had the heart ball, got all dressed up. Look at you. Look at at all dressed up. Very nice. But during the day, went to Patrick's bocce games um, and he won first place. I posted about that um, with inclusion and belonging and all of that. And then... um, Yesterday went for brunch at the Yacht Club and then dinner with my uncle. I feel like I want to throw up after all that food yesterday. But <laughs> other than that, it was a great day. It was a great weekend. Very nice. Very, very nice. Um, I see. I don't know if uh, Rich is new. Is Rich uh, Pusateri new? I don't, I don't know, Rich. Rich, good morning. Welcome to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Thanks for being here with us this morning. Would love to know how you found us. Buckle up, because uh, Mondays are always fun. We uh, we let Lori drive uh, uh, ride co-pilot with us, and she brought a topic today, which we will close out with employee engagement versus employee experience. But we got loads of good stuff, fun way to start the week, great energy, great stuff. Shay, wake us up. Rich says he's been here before. Uh, apologize for not recognizing, Love but it. you are, Just you are official. Child in school. You're official, oh. sir. So welcome to it. So um, I want to start out this Monday talking about habits, best practices. Mark, you have SOPs and stuff like that. Something we learned from Jesse Itzler a long time ago. He shared it on our show. I would love to have him back on the huddle. He's now riding across the country with a group on his bicycle. But he came up with the three C's, which is in line with Lori's book. You know, the C word. There's so many C words 
that matter. Mark, what are the his three C's? Compliment, congratulate, and console. And it's in reference to how you should interact with your network on a daily basis. He says, you know, if you, if you build a list of people to reach out to and stay in those three columns of compliment, congratulate, and console, it's a great way to feed your network with valuable touches, whether that be through text, email, call, however you decide to do that. And so there is a process. And when that gets pointed towards you, it looks like this. Scott McGregor, who's been on here before, sends uh, just a quick note to let you know how much I appreciate you, Steve. Have a wonderful weekend, my friend. I'm like, I don't know. Clear blue. It's awesome. I did not do anything at that particular moment to earn that. I just, over the course of time, he is recognizing our relationship. And a couple of days later, I said, still making my day. I go, it just, it just lives in a place. Shay, do you have the picture of uh, Scott um, Smith? So last night I go to dinner with Scott Smith. Scott Smith lives in Alabama. Um, that's his beautiful wife, Valerie. We go down to Bal Harbor. Uh, they were in town for a convention. We go and we have dinner. And then he sends me a note afterwards and says, I just want to let you know I enjoy every second I get to spend with you. I'm like so full of helium. It is unbelievable, the power. And so I want your comments, both of you, because it is a part of leadership. It's a part of being a human being. How do you systematize making people feel good? Mm. Systematize. That's interesting one. I'm not sure that I have systemized it, but I think that it. the more you do it, the more often you do it, the more natural it becomes and it just becomes part of your habits. Right? What, a dynamite answer. what a great answer, because that's true of everything you do. It's hard to do in the beginning to create the habit. So it's a great answer. Well, like you know, we have a thing in our house. We just, you know, Patrick kind of started it and he'll just, we'll just say to each other, hey, by the way, love you. Right. You know, yeah. out of nowhere. Right. It doesn't have to be for a reason. It doesn't have to be when you hang up the phone. So it's something we've kind of done all along. But I think when it happens to you in the reverse, like yesterday morning after brunch, my friend wrote a really great text. We so enjoyed spending time with you guys. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you for the love. Right. Gosh, it makes you feel so good. You know, so it's easier. And this is speaking to what Sherry said, you know, shouldn't have to think about it. I'm not on Scott's radar. There's nothing pulling us together. He's part of our universe. I love him. He loves me. We know that. It's when you're not with somebody, boom, that he lands on my plate. That's the part that you can, and this is what Jesse talked about, make that list and hit people every day. Mark, your, your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I think you have to practice recognition, right? So it's like, what are you recognizing? Ooh, like for good. me, social media is a great place to practice recognition. What are you recognizing in the feed? Is are there things that people have shared through content? Is there comments that people have made on people's content? You get notifications about birthdays, about work anniversaries, about all of that, which I could go on for days about like, stop sending the, you know, generic happy work anniversary. Congratulations on your anniversary. <laughs> like delete that and then write something, make it personal, make it valuable and make it work. But then you got to do the same thing when it's not in the feed or when it's not in this little box on this little screen. You gotta be living your life 
and recognize what's happening around you. What's your wife doing? What are your kids doing? What are the people you work with doing? Somebody does something that's worth recognizing. It's best to recognize it right in the moment. But even if you don't get in the habit of taking a note and then following up, like that's what Scott Smith did with you is he had a great time with you. And all he did was follow up. Yeah. Maybe your message at the end of the night. I mean, that that's going to take me, you know, really, really far, you know, that. That, that comment is fuel, you know, and Greg Goldstein, who will be the huddler in the hot seat this week, it's when you don't expect it, it's really meaningful. Like that came out of nowhere. And I went back to him, I go, what did I do to, ex- you know, to receive this? Right. And he goes, you're you, you're, you know. So even though he's not talking to me every day, he sees it, social media. So it's just, a, it brought to mind that if you make it a habit, to pick two or three people every day and just send that little note. How long does it take to do that? If you did that every day, you know, the numbers are staggering how many people you're re-engaging. So. Well, what's funny to me is it's a great practice for getting yourself out of your own head. Yeah. Like if you're struggling, if you're in a depressed place or you're having a hard time getting out of a mental state and you're feeling sluggish or whatever, you start thinking about other people and figuring out a way to make them feel good. And then, oh, wouldn't you know that it actually makes you feel good by doing that that exercise. Love it, love it, love it. I'm going to move the conversation to uh, motivational music first. It is Monday. I love playing Motown. And this will lead us to a conversation with Mr. Wonderful. Take it away, Al Green. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that only Al Green can make a sling look cool. I was just going to say, <laughs> or injured. I mean, it was like, <laughs> only Al Green can make a sling look cool. But <laughs> the reason why I played that song is, like, if you show up authentically, and I've seen that genuine, authentic throughout the feed this morning, whoever you are, like, that's how Scott shows up all the time. So he leaves me with that impression I want you to understand the power of first impressions. I think you guys do. But Mr. Wonderful puts it in real good perspective for us. I could tell after about 90 seconds, winner, loser. The ability to present yourself physically without speaking a word, your presence, your aura is a big deal because you only walk into a room and meet new people once. Mm. And they, they're looking at you, you're looking at them, and it's how you deal with that nervousness, that nervous energy. Oh, strong. So, Mark, go. I mean, because I, I, I saw this and almost like jumped off the balcony. I go, he nailed it. This, yeah. is, 
here I am, baby. Well, first of all, let me say I'm super glad that you did not jump off the balcony after listening to that video. Um, yeah, I mean, so the idea of the way you show up in your energy, right? The actual presence that you have without speaking, just how you show up and your facial recognition, your body language, everything about the way you're dressed and who you are. You know, I, I wrote about likability a few days ago. People are making a decision on you instantaneously. And working with City Furniture a, a, a few months ago, talking about the entrance into the store, I go, those people have half a second to decide whether or not they're going to allow that person standing at the door to engage with them in any kind of dialogue. Forget about what they came to buy, what they want to do, what brought them there. It doesn't matter. As soon as they walk through the door, they're looking at that person and they're making an instantaneous decision on whether or not I'm even going to let this person talk to me. So how you decide to show up and how you decide to present yourself just in entering the room is part of that building likability and getting people to say yes or no to you. Lori? Listen, this is a no-brainer. I mean, I, you know, when I always talk about leadership, and I talk about this sometimes actually with people on our team, there's being able to do a task, right? There's being a leader in that, okay, you know, you have the group. But there is a presence that a leader, to me, that a true leader someone who motivates, inspires, the minute, as he said, when you walk in the room, right, that people take notice, you command attention. I don't mean command in a bad way, right? But there's oh, attention. No, that is spot on, command in a good people way, People yes. want to flock to you. I, you know, it's it's interesting. I, 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 I've, I, this is a big thing for me. I think it's so, really well, I am starting to work with a couple of teams that I've worked with for years, who are now re-engaged in live networking. You know, we talk about virtual networking. There is a lot of live networking. Friday night is a major event for JA. It's the Hall of Fame. There's all kinds of people there. How you show up matters. And people say, well, well, how do you work a room? Like, it's very obvious who the hitters are in the room. Yeah. If you just stop and look, the ones that everybody is con congregating around, those are the people that are making shit happen. So you, you, know, you need to figure out your strategy of how to show up in front of them in a relevant way. Somebody talked about, I, I think it might've been Lexi saying, I, I don't want it to be, you know, authentic, you know, uh, um, artificial, right. artificial. You can, that bullshit meter, you can see coming a mile away. But to me, there's there's confidence. Like I, to me, I, I relate it to stepping in front of a group of people to speak, or stepping in front of the team to speak, or walking into a room full of people that you don't know. You got to have confidence in that scenario. The confidence has to come from understanding who you are, what you represent, what your story is. And so you got to feel comfortable and have confidence that you can operate in that setting. And that just comes from preparation and practice, right? I like, think, I think it, you're right, Mark. Confidence is key, key. Like, and you know, it's not funny. Ego. Even not, not, ego, not coming in right. thinking I'm the shit, right? right? But confidence and confidence gets confused with ego. And I, you know, you could interchange the words sometimes, 
But when I walk into a room confident that I'm able to have a conversation with anybody in the room, most likely it's most likely it's because number one, I know I don't have an agenda. I don't have a desired outcome other than to see who I can connect with and have some kind of positive vibe with. And number two, I know that the pressure's not on me because I'm going to be the one asking the questions. I'm going to be the one listening. So I don't feel pressured to tell my story and be in, be interesting and, and capture people's attention. I'm going to do the inverse and I'm going to get insatiably curious about other people. Therefore, there's no real pressure on me. As long as I feel like I look good and I feel like I've walked in feeling good, I feel like I'm all right. So, uh, Chris, the best way to get on screen is to blow smoke up our ass. Definitely works. (laughs) 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 Um, But, you know, Lori, you talked about a confidence in your book. It's one of the C's. It's one of the things that separates people. But this, like, prime example was we went to a birthday party Saturday night. Um, We did not know anybody there but Mariana. She has a very eclectic group of friends. We got there and we were not a bump on the wall. As people were walking by, we engaged them in a conversation. Hey, how do you know Mariana? You know, which was simple. Break the, oh, I know. Oh, you're into or Oh, and then whatever topic they brought up, if you be interested, not interesting. Everybody thinks they need to go to the event and go, I need to be the most interesting person there. Bullshit. You need to be interested to do that. And so I think, Lori, you embody that and always have in your career. That is a career skill set that you developed. Mark, you went into a profession. There was nobody like you. (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Lori, and I'm going to say that that's because you are never seeking other people's people's validation. Correct. Right? Like you, you don't walk into the room and even though you want to be accepted by your peers or even though you want to perform well, you're not looking for the validation for them. They don't, their, their, I guess, opinions aren't going to make or break you. It will help you be successful or to help you attain the thing that you want to do, but you're not going to crumble if they don't accept you in that room. I think that's really important to talk about because most people walk into that networking event thinking that their personal validation is going to come from what everybody else thinks about them in the room. Yeah, I think that's true. And by the way, I wish that I had had that my entire career, but it is absolutely something that I developed over the years. And the more confident I became, right, the more I and the less I cared about being accepted or being validated. And also, the more I got used to the fact that they put their pants on the same way I do. Who cares if they're the CEO of a Fortune 500 and I'm not? Who cares? And you know what? Most times they don't care. Saturday night, I had more conversations with people, people I knew, C-level, people I didn't know. Standing on the line waiting for a drink, turned around to the guy, I'm like, hi, how are you? Right? And we started to talk. He was the retired chief of whatever, the fire department for BSO. We started talking, blah, blah, blah. And what are you doing there? And before you know it, he was like, do you have a card? Like, we need to keep this conversation going. You know, so- you just have to be yourself. I think authenticity is really, really important and not being, you know, understanding that people are the same. What right. our titles are is something totally different. But so, I think when you're confident, it comes across. 
So I, I did you a, a boo-boo today. We never got to your topic. And okay. Melissa, Melissa is calling for a rebound. <laughs> she wants you to come back tomorrow. Okay by me, Mark. Okay by you? Lori, can you can Lori make it tomorrow? I am looking at my calendar right now. I'm in. Look All right. Coming back tomorrow for employee engagement and we will start the show out right out of the gate. We'll go right into employee engagement versus employee experience. I'm curious myself. I read the article, but I'm curious because you're fired up about it. You bring a very different point of view. Bring your friends. Let It's going to be a fun time. Thank you, Lori. Uh, thank, thank you, everybody, for showing up. We had a big audience today. It's time to get down to business. Let's go. Come up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business.